the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We can't come tell Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. You see, last time we briefly considered how God displayed his glory to Moses and how Solomon displayed his own glory to the queen of Sheba. We want to look at that again. And that is why we read 1 Kings chapter 10 from verse 1 to the end. 1 Kings chapter 10 from verse 1 to the end. And again, that reading is really powerful. There's no way you will read that. You will not say, wow. But you see, if you don't continue reading, you will not learn too much. Especially when you get to you know, First Kings chapter 11. Then that will, again, catch your attention and you will learn better. So First Kings chapter 10 first. We all know, Google will tell you about Solomon. Google will say that Solomon was the wisest man that ever lived. Amen. Uh, this is a known thing. So Solomon was very wise and very rich. Solomon did not start out to be wise like this or to be rich like this. It was God that gave him the wisdom and the riches. What he had was natural wisdom. If you read it very well, read about uh, Solomon very well, he, he was naturally wise. Naturally wise. And he also inherited good, good, good wealth from king david so he was also naturally rich amen it's good to you know to be naturally endowed no it's good to be naturally wise but much more than that god wants us to depend on him above and beyond our natural abilities or talent so god asked solomon what do you want me to give you what what do you want from me what do you want me to do for you god asked solomon and Solomon said, give me wisdom to do what you have given me to do, what you have asked me to do. To do the job you have given me, give me wisdom. Wow. Solomon in his natural wisdom did not ask for something else, but asked for wisdom. Did not say, I'm, I'm already wise. I don't need wisdom. I need something else. But wisdom taught him to ask for wisdom. Oh, wisdom will teach you to be humble, even as you are already humble. Amen. Wisdom will teach you to be wise. Even as you are already wise. Amen. As soon as you begin to think that you are wise, you become a fool. 
begin to think uh, that you are strong, uh, somebody will take you down. So Solomon asked for wisdom. And now God gave him wisdom, supernatural. And the wisdom that he had was so much that his glory, his fame was everywhere. And this caught the attention of another person, a queen in another country, the queen of Sheba, who heard of the fame of Solomon and came to him, came to Solomon to ask him some serious questions. And to just see the glory, to see the glory of Solomon. And I believe when uh, the queen of Sheba came to Jerusalem to see the glory, to see the fame of Solomon, Solomon had her go around from place to place. In fact, if we read First Kings chapter 10 here, the scripture says, Solomon in verse 3 said, Solomon answered all our questions and there was nothing so difficult for the king that he could not explain to her. And the queen of Sheba, when she had seen all the wisdom of Solomon, the house that he had built, the food on his table, the sitting of his servants, the service of his waiters, and their apparel, his cup bearers, his entryway by which he went up to the house of the Lord, there was no more spirit in her. Then she said to the king, It was a true report which I heard in my own land, in my country, about your words and your wisdom. Verse 7, 1 Kings chapter 10, verse 7 now says, However, I did not believe the words until I came and saw with my own eyes, and indeed the half has not been told me, your wisdom and prosperity exceed the fame of which I heard, or exceed the glory that I heard about. Verse 8 says, Happy, happy are your men, and happy are these your servants who stand continually before you and hear your wisdom. Blessed be the Lord your God, who delighted in you, setting you on the throne of Israel. Because the Lord has loved Israel forever, therefore he made you king to do justice and righteousness. Amen. Hallelujah. What can we learn from this? What can we learn from this? You know when you meet somebody, especially if you are meeting them for the first time, if you are like most people, you kind of try to figure out who the person is, just as they are trying to figure out who you are. Especially if it's, you know, if it's not just a casual meeting, if it's some kind of serious meeting. They're trying to figure out who you are, and you are trying to figure out who they are. And by the end of the meeting, as you depart, or as you part from the person, even as you are meeting the person, you are saying to yourself, this is this person, this is this person, this is this person. And as you are walking away, it's still ringing in your heart. Hmm, this person, whether you say they are humble, whether you say they are arrogant, whether you, you say they are kind, whether you say they are rough, whatever it is, there will be something you take away, some sticking point in that meeting. So the Queen of Sheba met King Solomon. What did she take away? Amen. Hallelujah. What did she take away? The Lord is speaking to us on you are my glory. I created you for my glory, says the Lord. You are my glory. I created you for my glory, says the Lord. What were the main takeaways for the Queen of Sheba in her visit to King Solomon? If we read from verses 6 to 9, just the main takeaway. Then she said to the king, it was a true report which I heard in my own land about your words and your wisdom. However, I did not believe the words until I came and saw it myself. 
And indeed, half was not told me. Your wisdom and prosperity exceed the fame of which I heard. Happy are your men. Happy are these your servants. Who stand continually before you and hear your wisdom. So we see the influence of King Solomon on the people around him. Amen. The influence of King Solomon on the people around him. And what was his influence? His influence was making the people to be happy. Amen. Creating value in the lives of the people. Giving them wisdom. Anybody that sat around him or that came around him, learned something from him. Learned wisdom from him. And therefore rejoiced. No, their hearts were rejoiced. When people come around you, when people meet you, what is the sticking point? What do they go away with? Are you like those passing through the valley of Baca and make it a well? When people come around you, do they become happier? Or do they become more sad? Do you depress them more? Or they go away with the kindness of God. Another sticking point. The words of wisdom from King Solomon. The words of wisdom from King Solomon. So the influence of King Solomon on the people around him. The words of wisdom from King Solomon. Then verse 9 says, Blessed be your God. The queen of Sheba said, Blessed be your God who delighted in you, setting you on the throne of Israel. Because the Lord has loved Israel forever, therefore he has made you king to do justice and righteousness. So the exercise of justice and righteousness by King Solomon was also a sticking point, a takeaway for the queen of Sheba. She noticed that. She saw that. Now, the queen of Sheba did not talk so much about the riches and the wealth of King Solomon, but talked about these other things, the internality, amen. Not so much of the externalities, but the internality, the obedience, the practice of justice and righteousness by King Solomon. Whether you are rich or not so rich, what kind of influence do you have on those around you? What is the sticking point of your life? Is it Jesus or something else? What does your life project? Is it God or yourself? The blessings of God in your life are meant for blessing God. In other words, bless God with, your, with his blessings in your life. Bless God with his blessings in your life. God has blessed you. Bless God with his blessings in your life. Don't consume his blessings upon yourself. Bless God with his blessings in your life. As you use his blessings for blessing others. Amen. Spread his blessing. Others will bless God for your life. The glory of God in your life is meant to glorify God. Glorify God with his glory in your life. Did you hear that? Glorify God with his glory in your life. Glorify God with his glory in your life. Don't glorify yourself with the glory of God. Do not glorify yourself. Direct the glory back to God. In fact, if you read verse 1 of First Kings chapter 10. Now when the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord. When the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord. When people hear about you. When they talk about you. No. Having said everything they say about you. Do they have something else? Do they say Oh, by the way, she is a child of God. By the way, she knows God. Do they put God into what they talk about in your life? Or do they just talk about your life and living out God? And we're going to see that very, very clearly. When we compare the life of King David 
and the life of King Saul. Very, very different. Amen. When the queen of Sheba heard about King Solomon, heard of the fame of King Solomon, the people that told her also said, oh, by the way, King Solomon loved the Lord. Amen. They also said, King Solomon loved the Lord. So when they talk about, oh, she is so beautiful, or he is so tall and handsome, oh, when they say about you, oh, wow, he's a very smart guy. He has PhD. Oh, he is this, he is that. Do they also say, hmm, he's a humble guy? Do they also say, hmm, he loves the Lord? Do they also say, by the way, he's a kind guy? Do, what do they say when they talk about you? What is the sticking point of your life? We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.